You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. This weather has me feeling some type of way. Like, I, there's been weeks where I haven't wanted to record the podcast for like, I don't know, other reasons, shit going on. And today I was just like, man, I really just want to stay on the couch all day and do nothing and watch TV. And on top of it, I don't know what's happening with me right now. I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is. So I'm not even going to try to guess, but I have been waking up with like, like they almost feel like canker sores on the inside of my mouth, but I can tell that I've been clenching my cheeks all night. Like I've been biting the hell out of the inside of my mouth. So I have like little, I don't know when I, when I talk, I can like feel where I've been biting cause it's like swollen. Ugh. So I just don't want to talk. I want to lay on the couch and watch one of the 1 trillion shows that I'm watching right now. I have my hands in so many pots in Netflix, in Hulu, in Prime, in HBO, in regular basic cable. And it's only going to get worse because Big Sky premieres tonight, which is a new show that I believe is on ABC. I think it's from the makers of Big Little Lies and another show that I really like. And then also Million Little Things. Is that what it's called? I get Big Little Lies and Million Little Things mixed up. I'm pretty sure I got that right, though. Million Little Things is back on Thursday night. And then tonight is obviously The Bachelor and it's This Is Us. But I choose The Bachelor over or The Bachelorette over This Is Us. So I'll be watching The Bachelorette tonight and then I'll be watching This Is Us tomorrow. And then probably Big Sky tomorrow as well, because it's going to record tonight. And then on Thursday, we have Million Little Things. And then Friday, we have The Mandalorian. Plus, on top of that, I started watching The Queen's Gambit yesterday, which... Gambit? Is that right? Gamlet? Gambit. Which I thought was going to be a show about a queen or a princess. And it's not. It's a show about chess. And I don't know how it is so interesting, but it is. I do see why some people can't get into it. I will admit yesterday I was pausing it a lot while I was watching it, but then I got, I kind of found my stride and I think I'm on episode four or five now. I'm not sure how many episodes there are. We also started watching season four of The Crown, which even though I liked Claire Foy more as Queen um, Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth, right? Yeah, Queen Elizabeth. I'm drinking tea at the same, simultaneously while recording this. I feel like my volume level needs to go up a little bit. Check, 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 check it out. Test, test. Okay, that might have gone up too much. Well, oh, fuck. When you're in radio, you're not allowed to have any drinks around like the equipment because if you spill on something, you know, it fucks everything up. And you would think that I would take that more seriously around my own equipment that I actually paid for. But I just have tea right now, just chilling, open, no top on it. Hopefully I don't spill it like I almost just did. Pause for the cause. Oh, so even though I liked Claire Foy as Queen Elizabeth more than the current queen, we're in Princess Die times, and I used to be obsessed with Princess Diana. I remember when I was little, I was obsessed with her because my mom was obsessed with her. And then I'm just, I, I, I mean, I was too young back then to really know anything more than she was like a fashionista. I don't think I've ever used that word before. Um, but now that I'm watching the show, I'm learning so much about her. Like, I had no idea that she had an eating disorder. I had no idea that her and Prince Charles literally, like, never liked each other. I mean, very briefly. Um, it's just all blowing my mind. So we're on episode seven now, I believe. And I woke up this morning And something that I love doing when I'm watching The Crown is comparing facts. Who is their source? How do they know all these things? So the first thing that I started doing this morning was like looking up 
facts about, um, you know, some of the episodes that I've watched so far. And doing that, I read an article about how at Princess Diana's funeral, her brother stood up and gave a speech and he basically like shit on the monarchy and it ruined their relationship for years. And I guess they just recently started to mend it. So I wanted to go back and, and see what the speech was all about. I could have read it in the article, but I wanted to actually hear it. So That took me down the rabbit hole of finding her entire funeral on YouTube. It's four hours and 40 minutes. Now, some of that is just like a replay because it's basically a news, you know, like a news special with minimal talking. I spent three hours this morning watching (laughs) watching Princess Diana's funeral, and it really brings me back to when it was on TV. I remember watching it with my mom, but in 1997, I was 10, so she must have already been in the hospital. So I think I watched it in her hospital room. I don't know. I just know that I watched it with her. And one thing that I vividly remember is Elton John singing Candle in the Wind. And I think that's why whenever I hear this so- that song, I probably still cry because it reminds me of that. But I totally forgot about that until I started watching it today. So anyways... The brother's speech is pretty bad, like they said. He basically does shit on the monarchy. He basically just says, like, you know, I'm happy that she led a nice a nice childhood because her adult years were wretched. Um, we hope that we're able to expose the boys to love and just more things than the monarchy has to offer. Um, he says that she didn't need the crown or the title to do good for people and d- to do, you know, charitable work. He really, uh, you should watch it. It's probably like six to seven minutes long, but it's so interesting. And if you watch The Crown, it really like speaks volumes to how much truth is in the show. I think I already said this five minutes ago, but who was their source? Like, how do they know the ins and outs of all these situations that happen in the show? I mean, the outfits, there's, you know, photography. So that's how they you know pinpoint the, the outfits and stuff. But I mean, all the things that happen, you just wonder how much truth is there to these private conversations that they're having. It's just so fascinating to me. So I was reading today and my sister-in-law told me that there's an HBO documentary about Princess Diana. It's called like Princess Diana in her own words. I definitely plan on watching that today as if I don't have enough on my plate. Um, Lazy piece of shit. And then I also want to read some books. I'm just so fascinated by her now. First of all, I didn't realize that she was like kind of soft spoken and shy in a way. I also didn't realize back then how much younger she was. So now that I've seen her talk in these interviews as an adult, because I probably haven't seen her in an interview since I was a child, now that I've seen her and her, I'm just curious about her. I want to read more. I want to know more. I'm also very curious as to how this season's going to end. Like, are are we going to see her death in this season? I feel like there's no way. Um, the actress that's playing Princess Diana is so good. I feel like that's going to happen in the next season, which would also make sense because I feel like right now we're in 1986 and she dies in 1997. So I only have, let's see, I'm on episode seven. I only have three episodes left. So that would be a lot to cover. Ten years. Years. I hope that we get her for another season. I also believe that in the next season, we're going to get a new Queen Elizabeth because they're not recasting the same people and adding prosthetics to make them look older. They're recasting a majority of the characters. Well, no, not a majority. They recast all the characters for every season um, to older actors and actresses, which I've never really seen that done before. If I have, nothing's coming to mind. And I really like that they do that. Anyways, I could go on and on and on about this. But if you haven't seen The Crown, it is 
amazing. I think it's the most expensive show that's been filmed on Netflix. It's so, so good. Can't rave about it enough. It takes so long for the seasons to come out. So I'm kind of mad at myself that we've blown through it in just a couple days. I hope that we take the week and kind of gradually watch the last three episodes because I'm going to be really sad when it's over. I'm going to be I'm going to be sad when the whole series is over. I think they said there's going to be two more seasons after this. And I forget what time frame it's going to end in, but they aren't going to get into the modern day monarchy, which I would really like to see. Like, remember when Prince Harry went to Vegas and got caught doing coke with like prostitutes in a hotel room? Like, can we see that? (laughs) I can't even imagine the crown tackling that. Uh, I kind of wish that they were going to go on a little bit further, but I mean, we'll see how it ends. I'm curious to see what era it's actually going to end in. I'm curious to see. When the queen is how long the queen's going to last. Brett and I watch the English news. I've talked about this before. We watch it all the time. It's constantly on in the background. And recently they were talking about her, um, her, it's either her anniversary on the throne or her birthday party in 2022, how it's going to be this huge, huge party. They're going to make it a bank holiday. Um, and I'm like, God, you're really planning a party for 2022. Like, is she going to make it that long? I know that she's healthy as a horse, but I mean, planning something for someone that old, that far in advance just seems, I don't know, a little bit like a gamble. Last week I talked about our house (laughs) and how I wanted to see old pictures of it. Because the neighbors, the FedEx guys, people have just commented on how raggedy it is. So one of my friends heard the podcast, um, got her husband to pull some pictures for me, or sorry, her fiance, got her fiance to pull some pictures for me of the house on MLS. And I'm wondering now if um, our realtor knew what the house looked like before and if she didn't tell us because she knew we would be scared to death. When I tell you, I talked about it a little bit on my Instagram story. When I tell you that the house that we live in was shocking, I am, I cannot even to, I cannot even begin to describe what this house looked like before. It is terrifying. It looks like a murder house. <laughs> no one got murdered here. But it it is dark. It is dingy. It is destroyed. And I uh, being able to look at more details on the house, the guy that bought it, bought it in the beginning of 2019 and flipped it in under four months to what it looks like now. I wanted to put up some before and afters, but it's that bad that I don't don't really know how people would react. Not that I care, but like even Brett and I, I'm happy that I saw the pictures. I've looked at them probably a million times since last week, but it's also something that I'm like, oh, I can't stop thinking about it. Like that really put, um, that really put some, some, what's the, a lit a fire under our asses to, to repaint. We wanted to paint right when we moved in, but then we started hanging things and then we were like, oh, fuck it. The people that lived here before us, I think they had like four kids. So the walls, you know, there's a little bit of like color on them um, as far as like color pencils or crayons or whatever. There's some holes from old paintings and pictures where we haven't hung things. And after seeing what it looked like before, I mean, the paint is... <laughs> like professionally amazingly done compared to what it looked like before but just seeing that old those old pictures I just want like an extra layer over whatever is under these walls that is how bad the befores are some people did ask me to see some of the pictures and I did send it to them as opposed to just posting for the world to see so if you're curious oh god I mean I would think about sending you a couple pictures not all of them 
but just brace yourself. And I would also, and don't judge me because I'm also going to send you some afters so that you can compare what it looks like. So everyone that's been in this house, I sent them some of the old pictures and they were like, shut up. That is not your house. The reactions that I was getting were valid. And I was very happy that people were reacting the way that they were because you would not, you would not know. So if you do ask for some before pictures, I'm also going to send you some afters. Okay. Maybe one day I'll get brave and post the before and afters. But like I said, it's terrifying. People have been texting me every day asking if I've saged yet and I haven't because I've heard that you got to be in a really good like mental space and you know you want the spirits to get out and don't do it if you're in your if you're in a bad headspace. Not that I'm in a bad headspace, but I'm not in the best headspace. I'm adjusting to this weather. It just feels like seasonal depression has never been a thing for me, but I also think that's because I was forcing myself to go to work every day and I was keeping busy and now I'm like applying for jobs and trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my life. So it's a little bit different. I have my resume resume on a bunch of sites. I don't know if I told you guys, but I officially got let go from the radio station from Fuego. Um, they terminated everyone that was on furlough officially. That happened last week. I got the letter in the mail. So ever since then, I've kind of been putting all my eggs in that basket. And now I'm like, OK, well, I got to figure something else out. And I have a couple ideas. But in the meantime, you know, I'm putting my feelers out there. It just really sucks because my experience is in radio and is in very like entry level administrative assistant type of shit. I mean, I did do banking for a long time, but I wouldn't be comfortable working at a bank right now, like handling money with coronavirus and stuff. No, thank you. So most of the people that are reaching out to me are like entry level call centers, minimum wage. And I am I can't I'm not going to do that. Like I, I need to have a well-paying job. Obviously, like I'm not expecting like a radio salary in an office environment, but I can't be working no minimum wage job. So I'm really putting my feelers out there, trying to connect with people. Um, if anyone ever hears of anything that you think would be a good fit for me, holla at your girl because I need all the help I can get. But I'm also considering doing something. Actually, I haven't even talked about talked to Brett about this, but. I went to therapy and she was asking me, I was telling her that a lot of my stress right now is coming from not knowing what I'm going to do with my life. I was so miserable when I was working for the state of California. Like I was grumpy all the time in such a bad mood and I just can't bring myself to do that. I don't want to do a soul destroying job. So I was telling her that a lot of my anxiety right now and like the reason I feel like I can't sleep possibly while I'm eat, possibly why I'm eating the side of my face at night is because I just, I can't picture myself going back to a job like that. And she asked me if I could be doing anything, what would I do? And and I painted a very clear picture for her. And she was like, well, why don't you do that? So she told me to download this book, um, Mel Robbins, The Five Second Rule. I just started reading it last night. Um, so I'm excited to see where this takes me and if I decide to take the jump into what I'm considering doing. I haven't even talked to Brett about it yet because it's just it's just a thought in my head right now. And I only read the five second rule. I st just started reading it last night. So my plan was I wiped out a really old iPad that I had. One year, my dad gave me an iPad for Christmas, but it was really just an iPad that he got for free when he purchased a Cadillac. So it was like bottom of the barrel, one of the first iPads that came out. There's barely any space on it. So we just don't use it. Brett uses it as like a, a dinner tray sometimes because it's a flat surface. It's obviously in a case. So we dug it out. I wiped it. Um, I didn't sync my pictures so that it was just like as fast as it possibly could be. And then I downloaded a bunch of iBooks so that I could start reading at night instead of just sitting there with my anxieties keeping me up. So last night I turned off the TV because Brett fell asleep and it keeps him up. If, if he wakes up, then it's game over. He's never going to fall back asleep. So I dug out the iPad and I started reading. And one of the I, I haven't really gotten to what exactly the five second rule is yet. But what I'm gathering is that it's like not letting your brain take over overthinking what your goals are like just 
thinking like you have an intuition you think you want to do something you have a goal then five four three two one do it so I haven't gotten to that point so here I am saying like I'm thinking about this I'm oh I'm overthinking what this idea I have is but I might read this book and just end up taking the plunge you don't know we don't know stay tuned my dad stopped by last week and I had texted him some of the pictures of the old house or what this house used to look like. But I showed him all the pictures when he was here sitting with me. And um, I told him how I came across him. I talked about it on my podcast. And he was like, I haven't read your blog yet. And I'm like, OK, it's not a blog. It is a podcast. Thank you. Please don't listen to it. <laughs> I haven't got a chance to read your blog yet. He said, I just I, I just know what you talked about in your episodes from your Instagram captions. And I'm like, yeah, let's just keep it at that. I received the Kristen S, all the stuff that I ordered from Kristen S from Target last week. The perfumes smell so good. And one of my friends reached out to me and said that it's actually 15% off right now. They're like the perfect little sizes. They smell amazing. I'm so bummed though because I opened the package. So they're in, uh, they're like secured in like that packaging that like skinny perfume things come in. So I had to turn it over and pop them out. And then I put them back in the box. Don't do that because I laid them down and one of them leaked and it's the one that smelled the best. So I'm super bummed about it. But they do smell really good. You get a lot for the value, especially now if they're 15% off. Um, they, I'm, I'm so glad that I bought them. I sprayed just like a spritz on me yesterday because I was just laying around the house and I just felt like a bum and I was like, oh, I want to at least smell good. And so I <laughs> sprayed a little spritz on my neck and it stayed all day into the night. Normally when I spray myself with perfume, I can smell it for a couple hours, but no, this one really freaking went the distance. And I also had written down something last week that I didn't talk about on my podcast and it kind of had to do with the Kristen S because she's the one that posted about this but some of the targets are that are going to or some targets that exist are going to be opening up like an Ulta like beauty section in some of the stores which is going to be so freaking amazing you think that you already spend a lot of money at Target well buckle up bitches because you're about to spend more Last week after Brett listened to my podcast, he came home and he was like, you can never do that again. And I was like, what? Oh, did I finally say something about him that pissed him off? He was like, when you let Chuck into the room, you talked that baby Chuck voice to him. He said, you did it for way too long. He said, if I wasn't married to you, I would have tuned out right then and there. He's like, so many people probably stopped listening at that point. And I'm like, no, they didn't. <laughs> I said, there's plenty of animal people that listen and can relate and probably talk to their animals the exact same. I actually, th fuck. Sorry for that noise in the background. I actually thought about taking it out because Chuck's come in before and I've been talking to him and I've edited it out. Edited <laughs> But I just left it in because, I mean, uh, that's how I talked to Chuck. And I thought it was funny and I thought that some people could relate. One of my favorite days with Wayne and Jay was when we all did our animal voices on the air, how we talked to our animals. And Jay had like all these songs and Juan had these songs and... Uh, it was just so funny. Everyone that has an animal talks to them a certain way. So a lot of people that are listening probably have an animal. So Brett, get out of here. He said it was embarrassing. I think I embarrassed him because his friends listen. So I don't give a fuck. He was on FaceTime with his friends the other night and they all wanted to talk to me. They were going, where's Megan Rage? I was downstairs washing dishes. Brett told them I was in a bath. Uh, what? <laughs> and so then I came into the room and I, I had taken a shower right before dinner. And so I came into the room, my hair's naturally curly, which we already know Brett hates. He voices his opinion in that topic all the time. So my hair was wet looking. It was super curly. I had it tossed to one side of my head. And so I come stand behind him to say, 
hi to his friends on FaceTime and Brett freaking called me a dragon. He said, oh, she looks like a dragon. I was so mad. I was like, that is such a rude thing to say in front of your friends. I obviously didn't say that at the time. I waited till he got off FaceTime and he was like, that's just what we say when girls get out of the shower and they're all wet. I'm like, yeah, right. Where can I can who can I confirm that with? Because I know you're lying to me right now to save your own ass because you knew immediately that you shouldn't have called me a dragon, but you were just trying to show off in front of your friends. Rude. I was like, I'm going to ask your mom what dragon means. He said, she won't know. I'm like, you're just saying that because you know that you're lying. FYI, sorry to everyone that I offended last week by calling Nicole Kidman Keith Urban's wife. (laughs) For some reason, I just always draw a blank on her name. I know that her name is Nicole Kidman. I know that she is independently famous on her own without Keith Urban. I know she's probably more famous than Keith Urban. I was surprised how many people said something to me about that. Like they were so offended that I called her Keith Urban's wife. My bad. Someone said, at least you didn't call her Tom Cruise's ex-wife. And I said, actually, I almost did. My bad. I know her name's Nicole Kidman. I know that a few people have started watching The Undoing since last week's podcast. How do you like it so far? It's freaking addicting, isn't it? It's one of those shows where I almost want to stop watching it and just binge it all once it's out because it is just soul destroying to have to leave it on a cliffhanger and have to wait an entire week to find out what's happening. But um, I have a prediction for what's about to happen in the next episode, and it is is wild. I won't spoil it in case you haven't started watching it yet, but it's on HBO. Four episodes so far. Hugh Grant, Nicole Kidman, aka Keith Urban's ex-wife. Or no, Keith Urban's current wife. We're back. Oh, that's another thing that we're watching. On top of everything else that I already mentioned, we're also watching Love Island again. So my first season of watching Love Island was Love Island USA. And then we, my friend Amanda, let me log into her Hulu. Sorry, excuse me, this tea. My friend Amanda let me log into her Hulu so that we can watch the UK versions. And um, the only season that we were able to find at first was season six. So we started with season six, but I stumbled upon all the other seasons. So now we're watching season one, which I don't like as much. I feel like all the people are grimy and just kind of rude. And it's crazy because it was back in 2015. But for some reason, it seems like that was a really long time ago based just off how they do their eyebrows and their makeup and how they dress. I, I mean, the people have grown on me. It's just not as much drama, I feel like, as the current episodes. I really what I really like about Love Island is them bringing other people in and they don't do that as much but the people that are on it they go I mean I've just I, Brett is probably so annoyed at me but they go you know what I mean you know what I mean after everything they say and Brett says that as Americans say okay a lot like okay so here's the thing okay so I'm gonna go pick up my Starbucks okay I'm just gonna go upstairs and go to the bathroom okay I'm gonna run to the gym real quick real quick he always says okay 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 he says that we say it all the time well fucking hell man these English people you know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go make some breakfast you know what I mean Last night I went out on a date with this girl and she was nice, but you know what I mean? 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 I do the worst English accent, but every time they say it, I say it. And I'm sure it's getting on Brett's last nerve, but I can't help it. And then I don't know if I talked about this in the episode where I had Brett on explaining English words, but I, and I know that like people from different areas of England say different things because I've never heard Brett or his friends say this, but holy hell do they say it in Love Island a lot, especially this season. And a lot of them are from London. So maybe it's more of like a Southern thing, but they say like, you mugged me off a lot. You really, he really mugged me off or he pied me. And that means like, I guess what I'm gathering mugged me off is like, he really screwed me over, made me look like a fool. And it's so funny if I told the story already, sorry, but my friend Summer and I, 
we've been calling each other mugs and we don't remember why since we were little like she's in my phone as summer mug I'm pretty sure I'm in her phone as Megan mug and we have no idea why so to hear them on Love Island say like oh he mugged me off he mu- he's making a mug out of me it's just so funny and so random because we've been saying that forever and now I really wish I knew where we picked it up from I mean it couldn't have been from an English we didn't watch anything English back then I don't know or did we and they also say like oh he made me he pied me he pied me which is like he's like I, I he like left me for another girl he pied me and made me look like a fool he I was second best I don't know but those are the thing, things that they say the, the most you know what I mean you know what I mean I mean I went out the other day you know what I mean <laughs> just like fucking hell say it after every freaking sentence it's so annoying I have the worst hangnail and I've been kind of chewing on it a little bit while I've been recording this podcast and man it's gonna fucking hurt when it comes off it's gonna be it's gonna be bad <laughs> You know what I never talked about? I ha- I can't believe I didn't talk about this because I was so excited to like get your opinions on the podcast was the um, the uh, the birthday present that Kanye got for Kim, the hologram of her dad. I did post about it on my Instagram and kind of asked what everyone thought. And the general consensus was that it was creepy. I'm pretty sure I didn't talk about this, at least. It was still in my notes. I didn't delete it. So I was like, man, did I never talk about this? But basically, if you don't know, Kim Kardashian turned 40 and Kanye's gift to her was a hologram of her dad, you know, like they do for Whitney Houston and Tupac. So it was basically him and his voice talking to Kim. It was pretty long. I think it was like four to five minutes. And while I get why it was emotional for her and why I understand that her family loved it, I just think it was a little bit strange. I can't, I haven't, I haven't watched, it's been a couple weeks since I watched it. But first of all, Kanye talks about, he he basically makes the hologram say that Kanye is like this amazing husband. Here's my problem with it. Yes, it looks like her dad. Yes, it sounds like her dad. But the words that he's saying are Kanye's words. So while I understand, I mean, if if someone did that of my mom and it sounded like her and it looked like her, I would cry too. And I would get why it would be like the best gift ever. But I also just think that it is kind of crossing a line because in their heads, it's, I feel like maybe even in Kanye's head, he wrote it based off what he thinks Robert would say to Kim on her 40th birthday. But it's just, it's not coming from him. It's coming from Kanye. And so that defeats the whole purpose for me. I would rather have a letter than a hologram. Obviously, I know that's not possible, but that just goes to show that the weight of words, it's, it's the weight of words is heavier than seeing and hearing a voice of someone familiar, but from words that with words that came from someone else. Am I, is that making sense to you? It's making sense in my head. I don't really know if it's coming out how I want it to, but I, I just, I just think it's a little weird. And it, what, what jogged my memory to talk about it was I watched the season finale, which is weird. There was like f- five episodes in the season of keeping up with the Kardashians. I watched the finale and in that episode, she sees the gift for the first time and we kind of get to see her reaction. And I did tear up. It did like make me happy because I'm sure that was just like an amazing gift to, 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 to watch and see her dad. But 
uh, crossing a line for me. At least that's what I think. There were like two of you that came forward and said that they thought it was the best gift ever. And I can appreciate that. But like I said, crossing a line for me. I do have some good news on the Bachelor front, like actual Bachelor, not Bachelorette. There um, is a like a promo out on Twitter, not a promo, not like a video promo, but a picture of Matthew James. And it says his season premieres you guys, January 4th, which is a Monday. Thank fucking God it's going back to Mondays because I'm just not down with it being on a Tuesday. This means that we can go back to having Bachelor on Monday and this is us on Tuesdays. And I just, I don't know. I, I, I like coming out of the weekend and having something to look forward to on a Monday. Right now, there's nothing that I watch on a Monday. So I'm so excited that it's coming back January 4th. We won't have to wait long after this season wraps up. I feel like normally we have to wait like three, four, maybe five months. This is going to be a quick ass turnaround um, for his season to premiere. I'm pretty sure it's already done filming or we're really close to being done. No, I'm pretty sure it's done. I did see a picture of him out on a date with someone. Couldn't tell who it was. I'm really trying to avoid spoilers for that season. This will be the first season in a long time where I don't know what happens because like I told you in last week's episode, I know what happens in Tasha's season. At least I'm pretty, pretty positive that I know. There was also an article that came out this week that they're renting out the Bachelor Mansion for $6,000 a night. That's so expensive on Airbnb. I mean, $6,000 for one night. If I had the money, I would do it in a heartbeat. How fucking cool would it be to stay in the bachelor mansion for a night? How many friends do I have? If we all pitched in, how many friends would I need for me to spend like, I don't know, $400? That would be worth it for me. Does everyone want to go in on it for a night? Oh my God, goals. The pictures that you could get out front, oh, it would just be so amazing. I wonder why they're doing that. Maybe it's because they weren't able to film this season and the fam, no, I fuck, who knows? If you own that house, you don't need the money. Um, so another correction that I want to make, Brie and I were talking about how Tasha Seasons filmed at La Quinta Inn, or we thought it was La Quinta Inn, but it's because it's in La Quinta, California. It has nothing to do with the janky motel line, so my bad. I stand corrected. I feel like I knew that and then forgot, or maybe it was just the wine talking last week, but whoever corrected me, I can't remember. It was probably Lindsay. <laughs> Actually, it probably was her. Thank you for, for for refreshing my memory or for telling me because, um, yeah, it just sounded like a damn fool for everyone knew for everyone who knew that that's what it was. Did you hear? I think it's one of the new guys that came in last week for Tasha. He found out this last week that he got COVID and he found out while he was driving and he was so shocked that he his he hit his car into it. We ran his car into a pole and his face is all bruised and he has COVID. I'm like, I feel like at this point, yeah, it would be a shock to find out that you have COVID but it's not like blackout and run my car into a pole shocking. I mean, you go home, you isolate. It's just so crazy to me. I'm like, I hope she didn't fucking pick that guy. Well, I mean, eh, I'm not going to, never mind. I'm not going to say anything. I don't even remember what this guy's name was. It was one of the new guys. I, I want to say it, it wasn't Noah, but it was the other guy, brown hair, tall, not Spencer, not Spencer's fine ass, someone else. Another rumor that's been really circulating. I'm even guilty of posting something because I thought it was true. There was a clip for the upcoming season of The Bachelor. And there was a TikTok that was going viral and she had the subtitles on. And one of the voices that's heard in the clip it is identifies as Tasha's ex-husband. And then E! News also ran an article claiming that Tasha's ex-husband was going to make an appearance on the series. And Tasha straight up came into the comments on E! News and was like, you guys are ridiculous. I really wish we would drop this narrative. I want to leave my past in the past. He has nothing to do with my journey right now. So I think we can all agree that Tasha's ex-husband is not going to make an appearance on this season. If he was, she would have just stayed quiet, stayed quiet and not responded to the allegations. It seems like she's really fired up over people that are continuing to bring him up. And I don't blame her. 
So it doesn't look like he's going to be in the season, which I'm kind of happy about because we've had so many seasons where they've brought back people. Nick Vile, I mean, we just we don't need any of that. They're divorced for a reason. I would be fucking pissed if they brought him back and then like she picked. I, I, I fucking can't. So I, I, I'm going to go with those rumors aren't true based off of what Tasha was saying on the E! News thread. I'm in the middle of watching last night's Dancing with the Stars. I will say that once it gets to the semi, I've never watched the show. So once it gets to the semifinals, I am a little bored with it at this point. Like, can we just get on? I feel like, I feel like Nelly's has to go home this episode. He's the worst dancer, but I'm exactly halfway through. I'm, I'm making my rounds to everyone's second dance. The next week is the finals. I can't believe it's already going to be over. I wonder if that's why Bachelorette's been on a Tuesday. Anyways, after I record this, I'm going to do my show and then I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to watch the second half, but I've kind of just lost interest in it. Like it's it's background noise for me at this point. Will I watch next season? I don't know. Depends on who the cast is. I will say that after watching it, I am dying to take a dance lesson. Like I just want to be pushed around the dance floor. It looks so much fun. Like I wish Brett knew how to dance because man, we'd be doing it every night. It just like watching it just makes me want to dance so bad. Like I have no, I've never done any type of dancing like that. I guess back in the day when I used to go to the grad and get pushed around the dance floor to watermelon crawl. Oh, I don't even know the tone of that song. That's the last time that I was pushed around a dance floor and it used to be so much fun. So Brett, if you want to get me a Christmas present, go take some dance lessons. Learn how to dance before December 25th and then uh, spin me around the living room. Thanks. Okay. And also buy me a Dyson. Okay. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> we were at, we made tamales at my uh, sister-in-law's house over the weekend, my brother and sister-in-law's house. And Brett was raving about the Peloton. And my sister-in-law was outside with my brother and Brett. And she was saying, I really want to get a Peloton. And my brother was like, go over to their house and use theirs. <laughs> It's like you're not fucking getting a Peloton. And so then she was talking about how she wants to get the Dyson. And I was like, you get the Dyson. I have the Peloton. And then we'll just go share these on all of it. <laughs> Perfect plan. Has anyone done the new iPhone update? Um, I wasn't going to do it because I was protesting until we got a black cat emoji. And then my sister-in-law informed me that there is a black cat emoji. So I immediately downloaded it. There is like an actual black cat. But I want like, you know, the yellow cats that we have with the hard eyes and the snoozing and stuff. I want a black cat with all that. Like I want to change the cat face's color like we can change people face colors. So iPhone, if you can get on that, that'd be great. Anyways, I did the upload, I think on Friday night. And ever since then, my text messages have been opening and I don't see them. I don't know if they're opening on my watch because you know how if you get a text, you can look at your watch and then it's red. So I don't know if if like I'm lifting my arm and, and reading the text or what's happening. But if you're someone that's texted me and I haven't texted you back, I probably just haven't seen it. My bad. Or if I don't like you that much, I'm ignoring you. And trust me, you know, if I don't like you that much. <laughs> For most of you, I'm not ignoring you. I just like today, I looked at my phone and I had three people that texted me back to something that I texted them and I thought they were ignoring me and uh, the texts were just already read on my phone. So iPhone, if you could freaking unglitch my phone, that would be great. I feel like this is how they get you every year. They release a new phone and then your phone starts fucking up. You know how I told you that Brett, Brett's phone stopped working? So Brett's phone stopped working. It was um, rebooting every couple minutes. So we called Apple and they were like, yeah, just send it back. You have Apple Care, so just send it back and we'll send you a new one. But... When you send the new your old phone back, we're going to put a hold on your account for the cost of the phone, which is $1,200, until we receive it. And I'm like, what's the point of Apple Care if you still have to put a hold of $1,200 on our account? Like, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Anyways, 
We sent it back. Brett got his new phone. And guess what? It's a refurb. The battery life is so shitty. It maybe lasts until like midday before he has to charge it. It's just so frustrating. Like, what's the point in paying for Apple Care if you have to hold our money when we're sending back a phone that's not working and then you send us back a phone that still doesn't work, just doesn't work. And I mean, it works enough. It just doesn't work like our old one worked. Like, it's just so fucking frustrating. I wish I didn't love Apple products so much. Yesterday, Oh, I don't know why, but my laptop didn't charge. So I came upstairs to use it and it was just black and it wouldn't turn on and it was plugged in. So I, I mean, there was there was just be no excuse why the battery was out. I my breathing got ch- I, I was about to have a panic attack because I was like, I use this computer for so much. I, 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 I fucking started to panic and then I just realized it was out of charge and I plugged it in and everything was good. And I'm just like fucking Apple products, man. I swear to God, my my Apple watch maybe lasts for the entire day. The battery's dead. I don't know if you can change those, but these products, man, they they're great until they're not. They're great until a new one comes out and then the old ones are suddenly turned into a pumpkin so that you have to buy a nice shiny new one. All right, so I'm going to do my my normal Bachelorette recap tonight after I watch the episode and tag it on to the end of this episode. Unfortunately, it is just going to be me tonight unless Brett, uh, I don't, <laughs> me and Brett both have like the, the seasonal blues right now, so I don't really see him wanting to jump on, but hey, you never know. First of all, let me just say that before we watched The Bachelorette tonight, we watched another episode of The Crown. S- to be specific, it was season four, episode seven. I was crying. I've never been more blown away by one of the episodes. I feel like it's so controversial. There's so many articles out right now about what the crown allegedly thinks about the season and the series and how it's false and made up. But there's proof after a lot of these episodes and you can just look it up. I mean, mean, it's not like it's not like it was in the Stone Age. There are articles during her entire time on the throne So you can fact check. And boy, episode seven is royally fucked up. (laughs) Okay, tonight's episode of The Bachelorette, I feel like was a colossal waste of time. It was that episode where, of course, we don't really get a villain, but there's drama between the guys. We get the first, I think he's not genuine. We also have the guy, poor Ben, because I was really rooting for him at the beginning of the episode, that just sits around and waits for his turn. Like, do these guys not watch any of the seasons prior to going on the show? Like, don't you know that that's a mistake? You're going to sit right when they interviewed him saying that he was going to sit around and wait for his turn and that he wasn't worried. I was like, well, that just tells me because I know how this how they edit this show that you're not going to get a chance to talk to her and she's going to be disappointed that you didn't fight for a chance to talk to her. So, yeah, Ben, you screwed up big time there. Um, I really do like Ben. I really do like Damar. Brennan is still my absolute favorite and I still like Spencer just for like looks wise. I feel like Ivan is kind of phony. I hate to say that. I just feel like he's not a realist. Like he's like, I want to just donate to charity. Like, I, I don't know. Like, what what, what are you even fucking talking about? Also, I feel like the producers are so sneaky, putting Chasen and Ed on a group date back to back like they were just on a group date. And then all this drama happens. And oh, my God, all of a sudden they're on another group date. Shocking. Um, the fight date with Ed, that was so cringe. He looked nervous. Brett was like, he looks like he's shitting himself. And then he calls over Chris Harrison and says that he has a shoulder industry, shoulder industry, a shoulder injury and he can't fight. Like, 
bro. You should have just gone in the ring, taken a little ass whooping and moved on with it. And isn't it funny how after that happened, the drama between the two kind of died. Like I didn't hear Chase and talk shit to Ed after that. In fact, when they went on to the rose ceremony or the final, the evening portion of the group date afterwards, Chase and took off the belt, set it on the table and said that we all deserve this award tonight. But then notice at the end of the date, he did walk out with it over his shoulder like he was literally a WWE champion. Like get over yourself. Um, Jason said that he was going to show Ed a lesson. Baby, you mean you're going to teach Ed a lesson? Give me a fucking break. Also, smoke show. I never want to hear that word or those words again in my whole entire life. Um, I love Brendan like a lot, a lot. Ben and Spencer being the wrestling duo together was like a freaking dream come true. Um, Noah is disgusting with or without the stash. Do not at me. I, I, I don't even understand what she sees in him. I also think that it's really funny that Ed was making fun of Noah about his looks. Really, dude? Have you, have you fucking looked in the mirror? You look like Popeye. Um, yeah, this whole episode was just kind of, it was just one of those filler episodes, if you ask me. I do understand that they're on, like, a resort or they're in a resort, so it's harder to, like, create dates. They're not traveling. So they are kind of grasping at content. But, I mean, this one for me was just, I don't know, it just was not it. Bennett in the beginning talking about or bragging about his education and then getting all of those questions wrong was fucking priceless. I just think this was um, a good episode to really show us more of the guys' personalities, but a lot of them that I liked, I don't really like as much after tonight's episode. Like I said, um, my front runners are Brendan, for sure, 1,000%. Spencer, I do like Ben, even though I like like him, but I also don't like him. That's kind of how I felt about Jason at first, but I do not like Jason in the least bit after tonight's episode. Um, the next week's episode doesn't really look that exciting either. I mean, it kind of does, but it, it looks like Tasha's going to be spending a lot more time with the guys one on one. It kind of looks like she's in her suite, maybe a little bit for some of the dates. So excited to see what happens there. One of my friends looked up um, the outcome after hearing me talk about it on last week's episode. And now she knows and she's super disappointed. I'm just warning you guys do not look up the spoilers. I mean, for some seasons, I'd be like, go ahead and do what you want. But for this season, <laughs> you just don't want to know. And I know me saying that might make you feel like you do want to know. But trust me, you don't want to know. All right. I'll see you next week. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.